Hey, Adam and Andy Stans, uh, your co-host Nicole here. I uh, just wanted to pop in because we had a little mishap with the audio recording this week and the um, uh, the software that we used to record uh, virtually did not um, actually use my microphone. It used the computer microphone. Uh, so big fat bummer. Uh, so uh, please excuse the less than ideal audio today. I don't think it'll prevent you from being able to hear what we're talking about, but it certainly isn't the pristine and clear audio that we would like. I hope it doesn't detract from your enjoyment of the episode. Uh, we had a really good time talking about The Dead Don't Die, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. So um, thanks for listening, and let's get right to the show. So, uh, so we wanted to talk about my costume. Or, by the way, uh, those of you who are not watching the vidcast, we are dressed up for Halloween. Halloween time. Let's talk about it. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween, yes. Will this come out before Halloween or after or right around Halloween? It or? will come out next week on Wednesday the 28th. Wow, right before. Right, just smack right before Halloween. All right. So, so Nicole, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Nicole is wearing what, I mean, okay, so she's dressed up like what I think of as Billy from Strange, Strange, Stranger Things Season 3. She has the mullet, she has the mustache, she has the aviator sunglasses, she has the the lifeguard shirt, she has the suave I've got the swagger. Demeanor, the swagger, the the uh she has boobs, which Yeah, it's confusing, confusing, I think. You know, my husband saw me dress like this. I actually wore this for our improv show last night over Zoom, Zoom improv. And uh Chris said that he's He's confused because it's like sexy, yes. sexy, sexy. And then he gets to the mullet and he's like, hang on. And, that, and yeah. I was like, well. It is confusing. because like, Let it yourself is like, embrace it. I'll wear it later if he wants. What, like, what's I'll so, keep this on. What's so funny is he's like, he's attracted to like your, 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 your body and the boobs. And then like he gets to the yeah, mullet. Yeah, my boobs like, do look great in the shirt. Like I'm not going to lie. But I'm like um, attracted to like the mullet and the mustache <laughs> and the aviator sometimes. <laughs> Sarah, and boobs. I'm like, oh, it's boobs. Okay, okay. So you're mm-hmm. attracted to like the top half, the head, and he's yeah. <laughs> attracted to like the neck down. That's yeah. okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. And Sarah, you look lovely. You are dressed. It's like we accidentally created a theme. Uh, you are wearing the Eleven's uh, uh, makeover jumpsuit from yeah. season three of Stranger Things. Yes. And I decided to only wear mascara and lip gloss because she's thirteen. Ooh. And no. so let's be appropriate. I am yeah. not. Here's something else that can confuse everyone. I'm actually wearing. I'm actually. Eyes. I've done up my eyes. Eyes. So underneath these aviators, I'm also. I'm wearing makeup. It's. I. I, I, I. It's like I'm going for. Maybe I'm going for a Tilda Swinton kind of androgyny kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yes. you look lovely in your Thank costume. You. I think it's hilarious yeah. that we didn't really discuss what we were going to wear, yeah. and yet we've somehow <laughs> theme like themed our costumes. Yes. Well, Nicole just happened to have this costume, and I just happened to have this costume. And actually, I I bought this costume specifically, specifically for this well, show. Well, no, not for this show because uh, I like I said I've been doing Zoom prob, and this month the Zoom prob shows everyone dresses up. Yeah. So I I have a bunch of costumes from our sketch shows, 
but for some reason I really I had this wig, you know, that we've it's used. This is the wig. Honestly, what I don't know what show we use this for, but anyway, I've had this mullet wig and I felt like I don't I just wanted to be this lifeguard and then yeah, Sarah and like, decided so I look like Billy from Stranger Things and I was like, yeah. She does because she has a mullet and a mustache and the a aviator sunglasses. However, the mullet mustache and sunglasses are also black. wearing jeans and he's that's like kind of like his thing as yeah. well. I think the jeans and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Exposed arms. The exposed arm, so I can really show off my guns. I don't know exactly. I don't so, know. Eleven in this costume just had her hair down, mm-hmm. but her hair is shorter. Um, mm-hmm. and I just really didn't. I because like in some of the scenes and in different costumes, she has her mm-hmm. hair like in a. a She's got like pony. The, yeah, the pony with the, yeah. with the the scrunch, scrunchy. I don't own any scrunchies. I know they're back, but I don't. They are back. They're back. I they're back in a big way. Them. Yeah. Well, I think you no. look fabulous, Thank and uh, I'm glad that we're dressed up for Halloween because it's my favorite of all the holidays, all the yes. celebratory holidays. You definitely need to dress up on actual Halloween. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I will be dressed up. Maybe like this. I'm not really sure. I never actually landed on a actual Halloween costume. So this was supposed to be my Halloween costume for last year, but I couldn't really fit fit into it. Um, so I was a fox instead. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And here you are. Eleven. As eleven. Um, welcome to the Adam and Andy podcast. Oh my gosh, you got it right. I got it right. Like, I said I, I said the name of the show. In once. my head, I was thinking the wrong show. I oh, you like, thought we were recording the- We're also no. recording that this world we're recording that this Sunday. Yeah. Um We have two podcasts, you guys. Uh so some of you guys may have migrated over here from the feminine mistake podcast which is the show we've been doing for the last four years uh but if you haven't if you like what if you like us talking about movies we also do another show called the feminine mistake but this is not the feminine mistake this is the adam and andy podcast welcome to a show welcome where we only watch adam driver and andy sandberg movies and unabashedly uh appreciate and thirst over desire desire we unabashedly desire <laughs> these actors um sarah i am super excited to talk about this week's movie i am too it was a roller coaster for me i, I know we'll, you hadn't we'll seen it before it. yeah we'll get it. into it in a minute so this week's movie uh today was an adam day uh so we watched the dead don't die because it's fucking halloween and i wanted to watch a zombie movie so, uh, so I may have, uh, I may have cheated the wheel a little bit. She, what's the word? She, something, the results. She, I, she, I threw the results. I threw the results. With the results. Tinkered, I, yeah. Something like that. I, oh, God. talking. I can't yeah, do I don't it know. today. I literally just finished watching this movie. Like moments before the recording started. Oh, wow. Although I have seen it before, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, before that, I do have a little bit of Adam and Andy news to share with you. More news? I've got just wow. a bit of news. I can't fucking turn my phone on with these aviator sunglasses on. So let me just make sure I get my facts right. Uh, who do you want to start with, Adam news or Andy news? Andy news. Andy news. All right, so let's start with Andy news. Uh, so my Andy news, let me pull up the thing. Oh, yeah, I was just looking at it. Um, my Andy news is that uh, this week, 
or I guess over the weekend, I should say this week, they posted it this week, but over the weekend, uh, Andy Samberg was on an AFI fest panel. Okay. Uh, it's about indie film. Uh, this panel also included Riz Ahmed, Rachel, Bro- Rachel Brosnahan, Winston Duke, Julia Garner, uh, Vanessa Kirby, Elizabeth Moss, and Carrie Mulligan. Um, oh, wow. it, it, so it was a panel, it's a panel about indie film. Uh, it is actually, uh, available to watch on the hollywoodreporter.com. So you can watch the entire panel. Uh, of course, Andy was there talking about Palm Springs Aww. and, uh, looking good, you know, looking good, looking healthy. Uh, and, uh, so well, I'll, tr- I'll tweet out the link if you guys want to watch it. Uh, I started watching it. I didn't get to watch the whole thing cause I had to watch the movie for today. Uh, but I did watch part of it, and uh, Andy was charming as ever, and uh, looking forward to hearing a little bit more. I don't, I'm not sure what they they started out with this weird question where they were like, "So, what was the budget of the movie, and how many days did you shoot?" And I was like, "That's kind of a weird question to ask an actor." Like yeah. Andy was at least a producer on uh, Palm Springs, but some of the yeah. actors were like, "Uh," and I'm like, "Why would they?" I mean, I know some actors would have that information, but generally speaking, it's not really. I hope yeah. they ask. I told. I hope they let them know they were going to ask that in advance because I'm not sure why the actors would be expected to know the budget. That's more of a filmmaker question than a actor yeah. question. But anyway, uh, so if you're into uh, indie film and you'd like to uh, check out Andy on the AFI uh, panel, we'll uh, we'll post that link on our Twitter at Adam Andy Pod. If you're not already following us, we're on Twitter at Adam Andy Pod. Please follow. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Um, so that's my, that's my Andy news. That's all I've got. Uh, that's, that's all I've got. Uh, then for my Adam news, let me fucking turn my fucking phone on again. Hang on. I feel like this mullet really gives me attitude. (laughs) It does. Um, okay. Let's see here. All right. So, uh, well, one thing, uh, the last duel, which was filming in Ireland is wrapped. So they're wrapped on the last duel. And uh, the next movie, remember I told you about 65, the sci-fi movie where he's like the astronaut. Uh, 65 is going to begin filming on November 16th. Okay. In uh, Louisiana, I believe. Yeah, New Orleans. Oh, cool. So that begins in a couple weeks. So in New Orleans. And uh, so maybe we'll get some more news about (laughs) 65. Maybe some more weird fucking... Uh, uh, photos maybe uh some beautiful fan art we'll see how that goes maybe we'll get some astronaut i also noticed um sorry i'm trying to adjust my i'm actually gonna i'm gonna put my glasses like this here because it's bothering me that you can see the fucking reflection uh oh wow that just doesn't get any better i'm just gonna maybe talk like this today um where was i oh yeah uh after all those pictures from last duel came out of adam like wearing like the sort of uh, nightly, not nightly, but sort of medieval garb. There was just yeah. a huge uptick in just just uh, medieval fan fiction. It was just like, who? Uh, so I wonder if we're gonna get some astronaut fan fiction coming our way pretty soon. Probably. Um. Anyway, so that's uh that's all my news. That's all my Adam and Andy news that I got. I'm having a yawn fest today. Do you ever get one of those one of those loops where like you just can't stop? Where yawn, you're just yawn, to- stuck in a loop. It, it's the, yeah. I, I think it might be the toxic lunar vibrations. Oh, okay. Or mm. is it the 
polar fracking. It might be the polar fracking. It could be the aliens. We don't really know. Uh, It's one of those things. I'm going to pin it on the toxic lunar vibrations. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Hey, segue. Shall we talk about the dead don't die? Yes. Um, So I've seen this movie before. I actually have been trying to get you to watch it for a while now. Mm-hmm. I started watching this early on in quarantine during my uh, ad. What I would could, what I could I refer to as my Adam Driver self care binge. Um, uh, Jim Jarmusch, written and directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also I've seen. A, have you ever seen a Jim Jarmusch film before? One of his films I saw mm-hmm. last year, The Last Lo- 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 Lovers Left Alive. Ooh, how was that? Uh... I was kind of half paying attention to it. Okay, okay, okay. I saw it with someone um, who I was more focused on at the time. Mm, Um, And I kind of didn't get the full experience. It just felt very slow moving and Mm -hmm. moody and dark and dreary. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to feel this way right now. So I don't know. Uh, It wasn't a really good experience. So you did not care for the tone of that movie. Different Mm -hmm. sounds like a pretty different tone from this. No, Uh, not very. No, I mean, because I haven't seen that, but I would say that uh, all Jim Jarmusch films that I've seen have like a very similar tone, uh, even Mm -hmm. if they're in a different genre, which is this kind of uh, character driven ensemble piece. uh, Very uh, lots of like a good dialogue, kind of quirky um mm-hmm. and uh you know art housey kind of quirky mm-hmm. uh so i've seen copy and cigarettes i feel like i've seen there's a couple other ones that i've seen but i know most recently like in the last in the recent past that i can think of i've seen copy and cigarettes of course i've seen this uh i've seen patterson which is another uh, film at the adam driver in it that we'll probably uh uh get around to at some point i would imagine um so Sarah, did what did did you like this movie? Um, the first half hour, and I, I looked at the time, so like it was like maybe like twenty eight, twenty nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Like I hated it. Like Ooh. I was like, this is so slow. Whoever Ooh. edited this movie used like two to ten seconds more per shot than is need- needed. Like it just was so. Like every shot was just like way too long. Every breath, the the acting was okay. very. Um, it felt like it, they had all been di- 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 directed to act in a very specific way, mm. as opposed to them bringing their own character okay. and their own, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but I it grew on me. Mm-hmm. Like by the end of the movie, I I liked it and. Um, it's definitely a slow pace. I would call it a small town life kind of pace. Okay. Small town life. You know what I mean? Like a town where nothing usually happens. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the, I think that's the setting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's the cultural aspect of humanity. That's kind of under a microscope in this film mm-hmm. as in a lot of films are about, a small town or something very small town, like where it's a very tiny little slice of life. Um, 
So I would say that this falls into that category. Yeah. Uh, yeah the, well, it definitely did develop and like mm-hmm. certain things like got paid, paid, paid off and mm-hmm. it progressed. And I really mm-hmm. did find a lot of it very f- funny, mm-hmm. yeah. but just in a very really subtle way. Like, for example, I mean, can I get, 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 give examples or, or do you? Absolutely. Um, well, do you want, you want to get into our, I mean, we're already talking about like the things you thought were funny. So why don't we just, yeah, yeah let's go ahead. Okay. So I, I actually wrote down a bunch of lines that I thought were very funny. Yeah. So, but not even lines, but there were like entire like concepts, like, mm-hmm. um, when you you're introduced to the characters of I don't know their character names but well so one of my things on my list that I wanted to talk about was the characters so I actually I do have all their names okay so um, Chloe who, who uh, her name is Mindy. Mindy Mindy and then Adam plays Ronnie Peterson Ron, Ronnie okay so when they introduce them they introduce that she she drives a pre, pre, Prius and he drives mm-hmm. a smart car. Okay. And then there's a scene where the smart car like comes in. Adam and Driver stuffed into a tiny car is and that's one, one of, of my, my mo- mo- moments of thirst. One of my all time favorite moments in any movie starring Adam Driver is Adam <laughs> yes. Tyner stuffed into a Adam Driver stuffed into a tiny car is like speeding into a parking spot, speeding into the parking lot and somehow getting out pretty gracefully. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how they crammed him into that tiny, tiny smart car. I don't know what it was like for him. I don't know how many hours he had to spend inside of it, but uh, it, was it was. But that was amazing. a great mo- moment when like, mm-hmm. you see this smart car come in and you're like, oh, that's that's the character. And then the Prius comes in mm-hmm. and the whole scene is like. The and they talk of- about the Prius and they have yeah. a whole conversation about it later. Yeah. It's like everything that gets set up is it's not there by accident. It's yeah. all part of the. the- the, yeah. the details are are great. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love when directors. Well, do you remember what uh, Dean the the uh well he works for WPS, but we'll get to that in a second. What his he says like he's leaving the gas station. Let me see. And Bobby I, I, asks, I asks him for wisdom. The world is perfect. Appreciate the details. Appreciate the details. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yes, yes. and so that scene I thought was br- br- brilliant. How they each walked in, and mm-hmm. we saw the same two shots three times like they walked in they looked saw the yep the, and they the all took body. it in differently i love yeah. how many times in this movie that ronnie says that's gross or whatever he says yeah. or he's yeah like, he, he says he's like, yuck. yuck yeah 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 because it's like i feel like people would i react love to it i love it I um, love, like who says yuck like what adult says yuck <laughs> just thought it was very um cute. okay Let's, I would love, I think we're already doing it. So I, one of the things on my list here is I would just love to talk about each, like kind of just run through, maybe we can spend more time on some than others, the characters. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we can do this in little, in groups because they're kind of grouped. So we are, we're already kind of talking about the cops. So we've got Cliff uh, played by Bill Murray. We've got Ryan Peterson uh, played by Adam Driver. And we've got Mindy played by Chloe Sevigny. Um so Cliff and Ronnie, yeah, they're very subdued. I think Ronnie seems like he's very by the book. Mm-hmm. He has a, but he seems like he has like an, un, he's unusually adept at dealing with zombies. Yes. Freakishly. Like he's like, I feel like it, he, I feel like it's like, he probably should have survived this, but. Yeah. And it like, he, it's, it felt like 
one of those things where like you know someone like someone's your friend and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden you both have to deal with death and like mm-hmm. that person's like really good at dealing with it so you're like are they like a sociopath or like i mean there were moments where ronnie was very like uh insensitive of other yeah. people to be like <laughs> yeah um so we got the cops uh i enjoyed them a lot um loved the relationship between bill murray and Adam Driver's character. Mm-hmm. I love the first scene where they're looking for Hermit Bob. Yeah. And just like, you can really see the differences between them where like Cliff is more like compassionate and understanding and even like maybe a little laid back. Maybe he yeah. understands the people in the town a little bit more. He has a little bit more history and Ronnie's like very much by the book. Like he wants to bring in, you know, yeah. got to bring in Hermit Bob, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and he's very, he seems almost analytical in his, mm-hmm. like, emotional distance from everything that seems to be going on in this movie. Yeah. And then Mindy yeah. seems to be the more sensitive one. Uh, yeah, it was weird. Like, Adam kind of, like, even though he always tends to bring something really interesting to the roles he plays, like, I felt in this, well, like, like I had previously said, I feel like every actor didn't get to bring their full self to the mm. roles. I feel like they were all muted. I don't know. Steve style. Buscemi was fair, fairly Steve Buscemi, I felt like. He was the only one that seemed like himself. Um, I think Adam, I think Ronnie Peterson is just not an intense, like, I don't think he has a lot of intense emotional levels. Yeah. You know, like he's, yeah. he doesn't, at no point does he really yell or get upset. No. Um, and, but there, but the, there's comedy in that. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I'll, I'll point out one moment specifically. I, I don't want to jump, obviously, I'm jumping to the end. I don't want to talk about the end. But when Mindy is in the car, in the back of the cop car, and she's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go be with my grandma, and she like gets out of the car, like yeah. they've shared sort of a connection, yeah. Ronnie and Mindy. Ronnie doesn't get upset. He doesn't cry out for her. He doesn't, he just like, she gets out and he locks the door behind her. <laughs> and there's something very funny about that to me. Like that. Um, there's lots of other moments like that. The, uh, the way he deals with the whole situation, the way he just very casually says when Cliff is like, what do you think happened at the diner? What do you think happened mm-hmm. in there? And he's like, I'm thinking zombies. Like, it's yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, I think it, uh, have you spent a lot of time in like a small town? Have you ever spent time in a small town? I've been to small towns, but I haven't li- li- lived or lived in any. I mean, I lived in a- Athens, but I wouldn't call that a small town. I mean, I haven't. I don't live in a small town, but I my husband is from rural Virginia, and we go there every Christmas. Obviously, not this Christmas because of COVID. We're going to be staying home, but we go every Christmas and we spend like a week there. One time, I think we even spent two weeks there. And I honestly feel like this. I'm talking a small town where it's like there's like one like area where all the stuff is in like basically within a radius of like four traffic lights. You know, you've got mm-hmm. your grocery store and your fucking Walmart. And then it, it's all like kind of in this. This place in this movie is even smaller than that. But I honestly feel like I can see. I can see where he was going with this vibe of like, everything is very understated. Um, Even when the stakes feel really high, the emotions feel kind of even. 
I totally get that vibe. And I feel like I could see people reacting that way in one of these just small town America places where they're just like, Oh, zombies, you know, am I right? And, and there are people that get upset. Like Mindy gets very upset about what's going on. Yeah. She's the, she's really the, the one who gets the the most emotional, the most upset, which Mm -hmm. I didn't like, I understand that like, women on the whole, like Mm -hmm. in general, do tend to be more emotional, but she was like one of you didn't like that the lady cop was the emotional one. Yeah, I get. you know I get that, but then I think about and here's the next person I like to talk about. But then I, it's not like everybody in the movie is like that. Like I think the kids, the correct kids in the correctional facility are very or whatever yeah. it is, the UJV or whatever, yeah. were very resourceful and, yeah. and grounded. And Tilda Swinton is the biggest yes. badass in this whole yes. movie. Yes, and she's very grounded. Yeah. Well, she's not grounded. She's very weird. But um, well, I'm just saying she's not like em- em- emotional. She's uh, yeah, but yeah, she's she's not um, she's adept. She's efficient yes. at handling the zombie. She's very adept at dealing with the undead, as she says. Yes. So yeah, let's talk about Zelda. So Zelda is like the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um, calls everybody by their full first and last names. Yes. Like the first time I watched this movie, I thought she was a little strange. But when I now that I watched it the second time, knowing that she's a fucking alien, I was like, oh, I see it. Like the, it's the way she moves. Like she, it's it down to like I swear to God, if you watch this movie again, you'll pick up on so many details. Like there's a lot to take in because there's a lot of characters at first. But the way that Tilda Swinton walks down a sidewalk in this movie, she walks down a sidewalk and then her whole body all at once turns when she has to change direction. It's mm. very strange. And stilted, like her body doesn't know how to move inside of a human body. But it's so subtle that you it doesn't draw attention to itself unless you're like noticing it. It's pretty mm-hmm. incredible. Um, the way she talks, the way she says, like, you know, she's talking to Mindy and she's like asking if Mindy and Ronnie are together. And Mindy's like, no, why do you ask? And she's like, oh, just, you know, collecting local information. And it's like, yeah. obviously, because she's an alien who's like supposed to be re- researching. Anyway, uh, so I I honestly could watch a whole movie. I could watch a whole movie about Zelda. Yeah, I wanted more more Zelda. Like the very first scene she was in, I it was very dull. Like where she was just like swinging her Mm -hmm. sword around, and I was like, I loved that scene. But I was like, what are we supposed to get from this? Just that she has a sword? Like I just didn't get. There was like not 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 nothing going on on her face, and I just was like. I mean, come on, that scene where she's, like, giving the tennis couple drag makeup. That was amazing. I was oh like, God. okay. <laughs> amazing. She's like, are you on this, in on this together? Their eyes kept opening and she kept closing them and then they got up. And, and then she, she like, like, cut, cut their heads off. Both heads. Oh, God, that was so fucking It was cool. great. I want a sequel to this movie starring that character. Yeah. Agreed. Um... And then she came to the the uh, the pre pre precinct and she and and like one of them asked her, "Can you like you know answer the phones and run the the mm-hmm. computers and stuff?" And she turned around and looked and was like, and said something like, "Yes, I, I can. Like, like it shouldn't no be problem. a problem." Yeah, and I'm like, "Great, so I can be a cop that I can just like walk into a precinct and you." you well, she you also convinces them. There's a full blown zombie outbreak. They never should have left that station. Yeah. There's a full-blown zombie outbreak and they're just driving around in the car and she tells mm-hmm. them to meet her at the cemetery. And it's like, ugh, like 
Yeah. Seem like why would you even follow that advice? Anyway, uh, I mean, she straight up calls herself like an uh, a spaceship Uber. Like she gets I on there and that. types super fast. Well, I assume that's what she's doing is that she's getting on the computer to call someone to come get her. Oh, uh, okay. To extract spaceship her Uber. from this. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. Uh, the first time I didn't know, but the second time that I watched it today, I was like, oh yeah, she's obviously, you know, hailing, hailing a, a, a ride out of there. I get Uber space. Car. Uber space Uber, you know? <laughs> Uh, okay, so my other favorite character besides Zelda is Hermit Bob, mm-hmm. played yeah. by Tom Waits. Yeah, about halfway, not, I think more than halfway through, I was like, why hasn't he been eaten yet? And then I, I got it at the end where it's like, he's the only one that's well, not like, as, I'm sorry. Well, let's, I want to talk about the end like as its own thing. But yes, um, Hermit Bob is a bit like the Greek chorus character in this movie where he's kind mm-hmm. of commenting on the on what's going on, but also on the larger sort of thematic issues of the or concerns of the film. Yep. But I just really love that scene in the beginning where they're like a like they they're there because he's supposedly stolen a chicken from Farmer Miller, who we'll get to in a second. And he's just like, you know, he shoots at them, and then he's hiding, and they're about to leave, and then he's basically like, "Hey, Cliff, fuck you." <laughs> I just think he's so funny. Uh, Hermit Bob. I want to, I want a sequel with Hermit Bob and Zelda. No, no you don't no like Hermit, Hermit Bob? Bob. You don't like Hermit Not Bob? Particularly. I thought, he was I, very I thought, funny. thought he was a, a device more, more than a character, mm. char- char- character. Okay. Uh, all right. So we've got, uh, well, we've got Farmer Miller played by Steve Buscemi, who I think represents right. a very specific, uh, segment of the American population. I li- I liked his character. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't like him in real life for sure. Like no, that character, no. he's wearing a hat, a, one of those red MAGA hats that's a, and it says "Make America White Again" on it. I didn't catch that. Oh my it's, gosh! Yeah. He's wearing it the whole time. He has a conversation with Danny Glover at the counter. I totally missed that. Oh my gosh! And then there's that awkward moment where. The waitress asks him if he wants more coffee, and he's like, "No, it's too black for me." And then he looks yeah. over at Danny Glover, and Danny Glover's like, "Ugh," <laughs> and he's like, yeah. "I mean, I mean, it's too strong." And then he's just like, he gets out of there. Yeah. Um. So he's like the white, you know, Trumper guy. Yeah. Um. I have to say it was very satisfying to watch him get eaten to death by zombies. And uh, the apartment Bob got a kick out of it as well. That's true. But also I think it's funny that Cliff also hates him. Like the whole time they're driving around, uh, Ronnie is like, are we going to stop by and tell Farmer Miller what's going on? And he's like, nah, fuck Farmer Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Ronnie's like, uh, he's, he lives here. He's a, yeah, He's he's a citizen. He's like, oh, we'll have Mindy call her. And then later, he, it, uh, Cliff really enjoys shooting him in the head. Yeah. Um, so there's Miller, there's Bobby and Hank. So Hank is played by uh, Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. H- Hank, the hardware store owner. And Bobby is the guy, the sort of film nerd, yeah. you know, uh, character. I really liked that actor. Yeah, me too. A lot. I, what else has he been, been, 
been in. I've seen him a lot. Know. I don't I've fucking know. I don't fucking know, but I liked him. I want to see yeah. more of that guy. I liked him yeah. a lot. He like he was just like I really just enjoy like I, I just kept my eye was drawn to him. Yeah. Like he wasn't doing anything big. He was very like uh he seemed very natural. He just had a very soulful face. Yes, he had a very soulful face. I just really was, and I was very sad. I remember the first time I was very sad when they got, they got eaten. Why the fuck didn't they board up the second door? Oversight. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, he's the one you think would survive because he knows everything about a zombie movie, but it didn't fucking work. Also, can I just say that I love that zombies exist as lore in this film like i feel Mm -hmm. like in a lot of zombie films it's like no one knows who they are because they don't have zombie films Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. that world Mm -hmm. so it's like ah this is just this new thing that no one's heard of but like and this is like oh yeah we've heard heard of these like well that kind of brings me one of my other points which is this movie is very meta yes very uh i actually wrote down all of the instances I noticed of this movie nice. being meta. Uh, one, of course, is the fact that in this world, zombies exist and people comment on the existence of zombies. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, we already said, but also uh, Bobby is very quick to assert that he thinks it's also zombies. Um, so here's all the ones that I noticed. So in the beginning, of course, uh, they're listening to the song, the theme song of the movie. This movie mm-hmm. has a theme song, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is crazy. Like it, it's almost like a sitcom. It like the strains of the song fade out and then the movie starts. Um, the dead don't die, of course, by Sturgill, Sturgill Simpson, Sturgill Simpson, Sturgill Sampson. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he, the, the guy who actually sings the song plays the zombie who has the guitar dragging behind him mm-hmm. in one of the scenes. Um, anyway, so they are listening to the song and, uh, Ronnie comments on the fact that the song is the theme song of the movie. I know this, this was the moment. So I started watching this movie by myself. The moment that Ronnie says, I've heard this before. You've heard this before. It's theme song of the movie. I was like, Oh, this movie is special. And I turned it off and I waited until the next day because I knew Chris was going to want to watch it with me. And I was right. Uh, but that's the moment where you, I feel like you know that this movie is not a normal, zo- like not a normal movie about zombies. Yeah, that was the moment when I was like, oh, this movie could be che- che- cheesy mm. or I, oh, I was not to into like it. certain, like there are, there are certain things that are meta that are cool and stuff, mm-hmm. but that felt like, like it could have gone in a bad dire- dire- direction. I, I, I don't think it did, mm-hmm. but I, that was my like moment of like, ooh. No, I get you. I just, I, I trust Jim Jeremush. So I was like, and I, the only Jim Jeremush film I'd seen before I didn't didn't like, like, so I was like, (laughs) that's fair. So I I trust him. So I was like, Ooh, I'm interested to see what he does with that. Like, how far is he going to take this? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, so there's the, the fact that they comment on the song, there's, um, there's just I think in fact the the way that they drive through in the morning in the at the beginning of the movie they drive literally through every fucking set piece like they mm-hmm. drive past every area where the action is going to take place at the very beginning of the movie um there are of course there's Ronnie saying over and over again that this is all going to end badly yeah um 
the very excessive foreshadowing i would get i would say yeah um the I, there's mo- there's blips or the video cuts out and like a zombie movie cuts in for like a couple of frames did you see mm-hmm. that i didn't catch that no. yeah it's like it happens in the movie but mostly it happens when the characters are watching like the news because they're watching the news a lot and the oh. and the video feed gets interrupted by like this stuttery zombie movie footage that looks a bit like a George Romero film. There's a lot of references to George Romero, George Romero yeah. in this film, including the car and all that stuff. Um, so there's all these like blips where the video cuts out. Um, there's oh, there's a couple there's a couple of times where character where the actors personalities or or their persona is commented on yes are you thinking of the one that i'm thinking of yes i'll get to that in a second but there's a couple other ones uh so the guy who plays dean is reza from wu-tang clan right and the name of the company the name of the delivery company he works for is called wu ps (laughs) okay uh rosie perez the actor plays the reporter character who's Mm -hmm. delivering all the news reports her character name is Posey Jerez. Okay. Um, and then, of course, there's the big one, which is, I'm sure we're thinking of the same one, so why don't you go ahead and say it? Oh, uh, where uh, Adam Dr- 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 Driver's character on his keychain is mm-hmm. a imperial it's a star destroyer star 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 destroyer and and the person who sees it comments on the fact that it's zelda. star 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 wars zelda comments on star wars and he's like uh yeah and then he gets kind of like mm-hmm. flat flustered and, and i had to look it up i was like what year was this made and i was like oh, oh so it was made after he was in oh, those yes. films yeah it was definitely a reference to his persona yeah. as kylo yeah. ren for sure um so there's all that, but then of course there's the big one at the end, which I would definitely want to talk about that yeah. itself. But the the big one at the end is that you know they have this fight in the car, and Cliff is like, "Why do you keep saying that I know how this you're no, you you this is going to end badly?" And he's like, "Well, I've seen the script, mm-hmm. and it's not just I've seen the script, but Jim showed me the script." Yeah, and I just love this exchange. I I honestly, Sarah, I honestly don't love movies that are meta, meta very often like i'm with you like i don't usually like that but the, but for but the way it was handled in this movie it was very funny and i think because zombie movies have got, reached a point where they're like zombie movies have reached like a, a, a like a, a maximum capacity situation where they're just at least when this movie came out i think they're yeah. not as many now but it was like every fucking movie that came out was a zombie movie in the walking dead and it was just like zombies 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 everywhere yeah, and so it makes sense that this movie would be like a movie that subverts that, but also calls to other older zombie. It's I feel like it's really calling back to all the old, like Romero films more than so say, the new ones, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the the whole exchange where Cliff is like, "Wait, so Jim showed you the scripts because he only gave me my scenes," and he's like, "After yeah. everything I've done for that guy, <laughs> yeah, and I've done stuff you don't even know about." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that. Anyway, those are all the ones that I wrote down. There's probably more that I didn't notice. Listeners, if, if I missed anything, uh, feel free to tweet at us at Adam Andy Pod. Uh, but those were all the meta moments that I wrote down, and I got a big kick out of it. Yeah, I did. I did think, but by that point at the end, by the time they had that that argument in the car, I was like, okay, like this is fu- funny, um, and I, uh, I definitely. I was won over by the film, and that is very, very, very rare 
for me to to dislike a movie so intensely for Mm -hmm. so long Mm -hmm. and then to completely flip and be like cool wow so you did not like the movie and then you wow oh no i was like oh nicole's gonna hate me Wow. (laughs) i do not like this wow but it totally flipped yeah because i think yeah um, all right, so shall we talk about some more of these characters? I feel like sure. this is a good way to explore the movie because there's just so many of them. Um, all right, so we talked about Bobby and Hank, Zelda, Farmer Miller. Um, there's uh, Danny Perkins, the uh, the weird middle-aged motel guy. You're wrinkling your nose. What did you think of him? I forget who that is. That doesn't he was like the motel owner and he had like he was kind of balding and he had all the cat the cats his cats had disappeared and he ends up getting eat his like entire back gets eaten and also his butt cheeks i noticed that they eat his butt cheeks the zombies did he's the one wearing like the blue polo shirt he works for I the motel i don't remember wow that's crazy sarah didn't you watch all. this today I watched it today. I swear, wow. I, I I didn't even have my phone on. Like I was like looking at the screen the He's entire talk- time. They talk to him every time they go to the motel. Right, I do well, not remember on. this character. Uh, Danny didn't. You Wait, know, Danny was just like kind of your stock, like middle aged guy character. I don't know. He seemed kind of sweet, though. I thought he was kind of sweet. Um, I was, you know, I was not surprised to see him get eaten. Yeah, basically. Everyone got eaten in the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except for Hermit Bob. Except for Hermit Bob, yeah. Um, okay, moving on. We've also got the hipsters. Yes. <laughs> you. So you're smiling. You liked them. The hipsters from... Cleveland. Cleveland, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... Th- I just thought they were just f- funny. How, like, just their presence made, made, made me laugh. Um... They were the Selena most like Gomez. attractive group of yeah. teenagers. It's like the classically attractive group of teenagers that no, like I, I don't know anybody who has a group of friends that everyone looks that fucking attractive. Uh, in, in my high school, yeah, the 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 popular kids were even were they more though, attractive or did, than that. Were, we, were, were were they though, or did we just like I have pictures? Did we just make that up in our minds? No, no? I have pictures. Oh, okay. Right. They were very good looking. Um, um Yeah, they, you know, they set them up as kind of these out of towners. They go to Bobby's shop. Um they make fun of him, predictably. Um and then he and uh selena gomez have like a little chat i think her name was zoe yeah. zoe yeah they have a little chat about movies yeah and car. she seems to like him like but in mm-hmm. like a a real way not in like a oh you're so cute because mm-hmm. you're a nerd kind of mm-hmm. she seemed to really like mm-hmm. like him um yeah, she was friendly to him yeah mm-hmm. um and then they get really there's only a couple of scenes with them they're there she you know she asked them if she she she's at the motel asking them if the you know ronnie and uh the moat and and the motel owner danny and uh cliff are there and she's asking them about the calf uh, you know the da- diner and he you know she asked them for change and there's this whole exchange where adam yeah. driver gives her change this is a really weird this is going to seem like a really weird and specific thing, but what I appreciated about that scene is that at that, at no moment did I feel like they were like, I didn't feel like he was hitting on her. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's a lot of scenes where you could have played it where the teenage girl wearing the short shorts comes up and asks for change and, and the guys kind of like ogle her, but I didn't mm-hmm. feel like that happened in that scene. And like, I appreciated that. You, didn't, you don't agree. I might've projected the, Oh, Oh, ogling just because they were looking at her and the can't can't camera too as i think the camera looked at her butt as she walked away yeah but i didn't feel the exchange between her and adam driver him giving her change there didn't seem to be any he didn't seem like he didn't give her any weird like yeah he seemed to be more like there was no heat there yeah he just seemed like he was just trying to help out i honestly didn't see any of that from bill murray at all uh, I, if anything, maybe Danny, when Danny's like, oh, they're from Cleveland, there was some, maybe yeah. something a little bit there, but I yeah. never, I just didn't feel like they were creeps about yeah, no. her, which I appreciated because she's a really young woman. And yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, I know it's a small thing, but it's something that I really noticed this time is how, I guess, innocuous, I should say, the exchange between her and Ronnie is when he gives her the change. I appreciated that moment of innocuous humanity. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, actually, that was one of my moments of thirst, too. Oh, well, let's hang on to it. Let's hang on to it. Well, because we'll get we give our moments of thirst at the end. Okay. Unless how many do you have this time? Three. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, because I want to hear about them all at the same time. Okay. All right. Um, I think that just kind of leaves us with the kids at the correctional facility. Yeah. I like them. I, I like that too. whole thing. I liked how yeah. the, that that's something else like in the, 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 the details, how the boy always like snuck his way back into the girls mm-hmm. I like that section. A lot. And he just was always God, those, there. Those guys at the place were just dicks. Like the guards or whoever mm-hmm. this orderlies, or I don't know what their job was. Big guards, dicks. I guess. Yeah. They were fucking dicks. Yeah. I did not like that. Yeah. I did like those kids. The kids they were, were kind of the cute. Yeah, they were like the um they gave us it was a little bit of giving us some exposition, but they were kind of like the again, like another point of view of like watching from the outside of like how this whole thing is playing out and the kid who's like, uh, it's zombies. Like then yet another yeah. kid who was just like it's the undead, you know, like that's another yeah. character who's like I think that character's name was Geronimo. <laughs> um, and we never really see what happens to them. They no, they survive the correctional facility. They should have stayed in the fucking closet until morning. Honestly, I don't know why they left. Why do people leave? If you are locked up tight in a place during a zombie outbreak, fucking stay put. I don't stay know. Put like I would prefer to be attacked in a field than like in a a claustrophobic but Sarah they were in they had two doors between them and the zombies the zombies were not able to break the window they were safe inside I feel like they were safe in that supply closet I think the zombies may not have even known they were there but I was very as a mother I was very concerned about that Uh, also, sidebar, did not care for the child zombies, made me very upset. No. That no, made me no, 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 super no. upset. Because that was, that scene came right, like, soon after you learned to kill zombies as you cut cut off their heads. And so mm-hmm. I was imagining all these kids, like, having their heads I, cut no, off. And I, I was just, just like. I'm very glad they did not give us that. Yeah, no. I was like, no. Um, I think that's pretty much all the characters. Do you have any, do you want to, you got some scenes you want to run down? Um, my mustache pieces are flaking off 
so there's a first, I guess the first zombie scene is where these, mm-hmm. there are only two, 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 two of them pop, mm-hmm. pop out and go the to. Coffee zombies. One of them the, is played by Iggy Pop. The, the diner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they attack two women. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gore is excellent. Oh, um, yes. And again, it reminds me very much of like Romero gore. Mm. You know, I haven't like seen the, any of those. The intestines and it's got, it had a, I mean, it definitely had a modern look, but it definitely, I think, calls back to that. Well, I guess, I guess all zombie movies really love a good entrail shot. So I guess I can't specifically apply that to Romero, but he started it. Um. So that, that was a good scene. I, th- I think that the way that the z- zombies moved was very interesting mm-hmm. and the way they like drank the coffee or didn't drink the coffee poured it on their faces poured it yeah and like their, the, the makeup and like mm-hmm. i also loved how the the za- 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 zombies talked like not just mm-hmm. them but like all the zombies like said words and stuff yes. and i thought that everyone's z- zombie voice was very interesting mm-hmm. like for example um that uh Chardonnay, that Chardonnay? that woman. That was um. Oh fuck! I mean, I know exactly. It's that was Carol Kane. <gasps> no. Yeah, that was Carol Kane, oh who we just recently watched on our other show, the Feminine Mistake Podcast. We did the Princess Bride, which she's also in. But yeah, that was Carol oh Kane. Oh my god. Chardonnay. Oh my god. That was great. I love where. Loved it. She's so sweet though. She's like Chardonnay. Well, you know, she would have fucking. You know, I know, I'm sure I she know. Would have torn their throats out for some fucking Chardonnay. I love that in that first scene, he's like covering her upper body, and he's like, "Oh, Melody, even even dead, you reek of cheap Chardonnay." Yeah, I know that was a great one. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, I would like to talk about how, and I remember when we watched Chris and I watched this at the beginning of this pandemic. It was around March or April. I don't know. Time has no meaning in this in this place. I remember then and now thinking this movie feels very prophetic. Um, Cause of course this came out in what? 2018, 2019, 2019, 2019, man, that was a big year for Adam driver. Am I right? Jesus Christ. Yes. Dead. Don't die. Marriage story. Rise of Skywalker. God, he was just like, that was like a, an abundant year. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so a couple things that I thought really reminded me of what's going on, you know, with the pandemic and everything. First of all, there's the fact that early on they're talking about fracking and all that stuff. Um, and they have experts quotations on saying that there's nothing wrong with it. It's not dangerous. And they're talking about, are you going to believe scientists over these people? You know, so there's, there's like the, uh, which of course was something that was going on at the time, even before the pandemic. Um, there's this whole like denial of science. So yeah. that was a big part of the movie. Um, there's also the misinformation yeah. um, where at, they're like uh, Ronnie and Mindy and Cliff are literally standing, looking out the window of the police station, watching zombies walking down the street. And the news report says, Reports say this is happening globally. People believe that marauders are gathering in cemeteries and then going out and killing people. And it's like, that is absolutely not what's what's happening. 
and it's just misinformation that's being spread. And why is it being spread? Yeah. Is it being spread because people like don't know and they're just reporting without the facts? Or is it because they're not giving the public the facts because they don't want the public to freak out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, uh, something that really hit me very deeply was when Mindy is in there. This is in the same scene. Mindy's like, I, I think, th- I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. She, uh, she's like, I, I just, I just, I feel like I want somebody to tell me that this is all just going to go away. Like a bad dream. I and wrote that exact thing mm-hmm. down. I was like, that feels like right now. Like I it feels wish- like it. If, and it feels like the way people want to see the pandemic as like a bad dream. That's just going to go away. Yeah. And Ronnie is like, yeah, I don't think so. And then she starts crying yeah. and he's yeah. just like, oh. I, I almost started crying. I was like, no, please. Um, we're, we're in the zo- 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 zombie apocalypse. Nicole. I mean, at least we're not being eaten alive by zombies. It could be worse. True. Like, I mean, there is, it, it, it's say, I think the same rules apply to COVID and to a zombie outbreak. Stay in your fucking house. Mm-hmm. Stay in your fucking house. I thought you were about to say kill the head. I was like, no. Oh gosh. Oof, that's dark. No. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Um so anyway, so that was just something that uh resonated with me about this movie was the the way that the outbreak of zombies is handled and how similar it feels to what's going on. Yeah, and of course right this now. was like before. This was right. made well before. So he knew that this was how it was gonna go down. This is all going to end badly. Oh, this is all going to end badly. God, I hope. I'm glad I don't have a. Well, I have a Ronnie Peterson in my life, and that's Chris, my husband, who basically says that every morning. Yeah. About COVID, this is all going to yeah. end badly. He's like my my Ronnie Peterson. He needs to my get. Gosh. I need a little bit, a little hope, a little bit of hope in my life. <sighs> I wish I could be that hope, but I have my own. I know you're very you're, you're a very Ronnie Peterson type as well. I think I'm more of the cliff type. I'm more of the cliff type. I feel like if you and I were a, like a buddy cop team, I feel like you'd be the Ronnie and I'd be the, I'd be the cliff. Yeah. And I'd be the mint mint Mindy too. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm like a combination. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I put on the Ronnie, but inside I'm the Mindy. Yeah. I don't see you (laughs) macheteing zombies. That doesn't seem like your style. Oh yeah, that scene where he just like cuts off uh, the the mm-hmm. hipsters' heads. Yes, uh, I'm not going to get too deep into it because it's one of my moments of thirst. But yes, um, <laughs> I mean it's intense. Yeah, it's an intense scene uh, where he chops up the heads of the chops the heads off of the hipsters. Oh, and also like the song, the dead don't die. Mm-hmm. Like they carry that throughout the whole, like they listen to it multiple times. There's like a CD that gets like passed around. Like, yeah, he it, picks like, up the CD off of, and they, uh, they say bed. the name of the art artist, like over and over and over Sturgill again. Simpson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What else you got on your list? Um, I mean, it's interesting because, like, you've said some of the things that I, uh, I had on, on my list too. It's like there's I, so much that happens yeah. in this movie. I was like, I feel like you literally just need to go through each character and what happens to them because there's yeah. just so much fucking shit that happens in this movie. Little so moments. Guess, it's filled with little moments. Um, I guess can we talk about what the 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 zo- zo- zombies mean, or do you have anything? Actually, else that's great. That? The last thing I have on my list is the ending slash what does this mean? Yeah. So if you want to just 
go right straight to there. I think that that's a good place. And so then we can talk about our moments of thirst after that. In a cop car with yeah. Mindy, Cliff, and Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And Mindy like sees her grand, grand, grand grandma and mm-hmm. essentially kills herself to like, she just like, I, I want to join. I feel like she just flips out. Like, yeah. I think Mindy just like cannot cope with this situation that they're in. Yeah. And so she goes out to join, jo- like, jo- join, join grandma, her grandma. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. And I thought like, so instead of she like closes the door behind her too like she 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 doesn't let any of the zombies kind of climb their way in i thought that was very well no she does actually i i i, I watched this very closely because i was like how does okay. that door get closed she does not close the door she gets overwhelmed by zombies and the zombies kind of bump into the door and it gets closed convenient but the moment the door closes ronnie's like click click <laughs> locks her out yeah so yeah, no, and and so and then they had a then pragmatist. Cliff- I feel like that's the word I'm looking for to describe yes. Ronnie. He's a pragmatist. He is He's a, the constant pragmatist. Yeah, um, and so then the two of them have that talk. You know, like, well, I saw the script. I read the whole script. You know, yeah. and then and then we see. Um, a U- 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 UFO, some mm-hmm. kind of alien spacecraft, mm-hmm. ho- ho- hover down, and Bill Murray's like, "Was this in the script?" And Ron- Ronnie's like, "No, not in the one that I read." No, <laughs> <laughs> which again, I love. Like, this is what I love about yeah. what Jim Jarmusch did with this. Like, he decided to say, "I'm going to make a zombie movie, but I'm also going to comment on zombie movies." But the way he does it is so funny. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not a winky movie about filmmaking it's a mm-hmm. winky movie about something we love which is zombie movies which mm-hmm. is something we can all enjoy that's what i don't like i think about meta movies is mm-hmm. that it's not meta movies are for people that make movies and it's like who fucking mm-hmm. wants to watch that like meta you know the this is more about a love of zombie movies and the and kind of the the message of a zombie film of a Romero zombie film, which is that the zombies kind of represent the like consumerist horde, you know, that's kind of what Romero zombie films have always been about. And I think that this is kind of what he's going for here as well. But yeah, I absolutely love that scene as well when they're talking about how even Ronnie gets surprised by the UFO. Yeah. Which makes sense because why would that be in the script? Like that shouldn't be in the script. So, so. you don't think that, that was in the script. I I always thought it meant that that Jim just kept that from him, as a, as and didn't tell give him. He thinks he's read the whole script, but he's missing that part of the script. Okay, but well, you're okay. saying that the that the UFO is happening outside of the meta story, and it, and Maybe. just that's interesting. Actually, that's very interesting because I hadn't fit. considered that. It doesn't fit with a. Uh, anything else however it doesn't fit with a normal zombie movie but it could be that jim kept it from him because it didn't fit and it would just confuse him the whole time Mm -hmm. because he'd be like why was there like why is there going to be a ufo at the end that makes no sense and then it would get in his head and he wouldn't perform as well but i love what you're saying i love the idea of what you're saying which is that there's the movie and then there's the Mm -hmm. world outside of the movie and that world is this it has things that occur that are out of the movie's control like the alien spaceship i actually yeah. love that a lot cool yeah no that that's definitely what 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 i thought i think this also again plays into the uh use of actors personalities or person mm-hmm. i shouldn't say personalities actors public personas as a 
sort of comment, something to comment on in the movie, which is that yeah. Tilda Swinton's often been referred to as like having this androgynous sort of alien appearance. Yeah. And for, and so the, and they, they actually had that CGI effect. I don't know if you noticed when she's being carried up where her face kind of transforms into that classic. I, I, there's a name for it. They're like the, you know, the sort of bald aliens with the green skin. Anyway, that yeah. classic alien look, it did like yeah. kind of transform her face into that slightly. Yeah. Um, so I think that was, again, another sort of nudge, nudge about uh, Tilda Swinton and her sort of mm-hmm. persona. Yeah. And then how Ronnie and Cliff killed the zombies at the end. Cliff, played by Bill Murray, is very like bumbling and kind of goofy. And Adam Driver's character is like, a I mean, Kylo he is Ren type fucking hossing out. Like he yeah. like had military training or some shit. Obviously, yeah. we know we Adam Driver was in the military. Um, yeah, we we know that. Um, but uh, yeah, he is just like fucking destroying those zombies without yeah. mercy. He doesn't even like. He doesn't even seem to. I mean, there's a moment that he pauses when they see Mindy, but like mm-hmm. Bill Murray, like Cliff, genuinely gets has feelings for the people even as zombies. Yeah. Yeah, like, like he doesn't um, kill Hank. He can't kill Hank. I love that moment because he's like, I just can't do it. I'm so sorry, Hank. And Hank kind of like gently waves at him very subtly so cute. before walking away. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> see you later. Um, I really love that. Yeah. And he, Cliff gets very upset when they when Ronnie beheads Mindy. Yeah. Um, and Ronnie's just like shrugging like, what? Yeah. I, you know, she's a zombie. Yeah. I don't know. Um. God, they never should have left that station. That was bad. That was a bad but, move. But he re- read the script. They were supposed to leave, leave the That's station. That's true. There is this sense that there's just like, there's, and I think the whole movie, it, there's the sense that there's nothing, like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, the movie's going to end the way that it's going to end. And isn't that just like life? Well, I mean, that's kind of the point, right? Like, we've all read the script. I mean, we haven't. I haven't read the I script. Know. Did you read the script? Because they didn't give me the script. I've read the whole script. Fuck. Jim gave me the whole script. Well, he only gave me our scenes. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, they they start they go for they go for broke at the end there. Yeah. It doesn't work. They get overwhelmed by zombies. I was very sad when that happened the first time I watched it, because I genuinely thought that they were gonna I thought that they were at least gonna survive. But there's no happy endings in this movie. Except for hermit bob well i mean hermit bob is so i i was what do you think this means what does this movie mean because i wrote down a lot of lines from hermit bob's monologue because i'm trying to piece together obviously there's the consumerism thing Mm -hmm. um but i think it's more i think there's more going on than that like i know that that is but but anyway i'm interested to hear what you think like what is what do the zombies represent what does this mean like what is the ending why is the ending so dark why you know what's the purpose of all this i think that i mean for me it just was very clear that it was consumerist and if you engage in consumerism it will it's like capitalism is like destroying our society in some respects and if you indulge if you participate in that it'll drag you down and hermit Mm -hmm. bob is safe Mm -hmm. 
because he's not involved in that. So he's the one who's spared because yeah, I he's definitely think not he's out of society. Yeah, I definitely think there's an aspect of that, like that, and also that Hermit Bob sees what's coming before anybody else does because he's more in touch with the natural world, like he says. But I think it's deeper than that. I think that just, I don't think it's just consumerism. And the reason I say that is because I feel like there's not a heavy emphasis on that in the beginning of the movie. There's, there don't, they don't, they're not, you're not seeing a lot of consumerism in the beginning of the movie, but you are seeing things about climate change, Trump and climate change. And so one of the things that really stuck out for me is when Hermit Bob in early in the movie is like walking through all those anthills Mm -hmm. and he says the ants are all riled up. They're all riled up. Like it's the end of the world. Mm -hmm. And that immediately made me think of the way that public discourse has become and that everybody, even before COVID has been riled up, like it's the end of the world. Yep. And it, it feels like the stakes are so high every day, mm-hmm. you know, and people are just at e- literally at each other's throats. I encourage you to watch the so- social dile- dilemma. It's that mm-hmm. doc on Netflix. I encourage mm-hmm. anyone listening to watch that. Uh, it does discuss this kind of thing, like how we're ri- ri- riled up all the time. And it's mm-hmm. not just because of, what's happening, but because of what, what we're being told. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so a couple things that are said in that ending monologue, he mentions materialistic people. He met, he says that they've been zombies all along. Mm-hmm. Uh, he refers to them all having nameless miseries. Okay. Um, he calls them, he says they're all reanimated and jacked up just like those ants. So he refers to the ants again. And then he keeps saying that they're hungry for more stuff. Um, so I definitely think there's like a push at the end there to like pin it on consumerism, but it feels like there's a larger thing going on. Yeah. And I don't know if there's, it's just like a messiness in the writing. Cause I do think Jim Jarmusch is a fantastic writer and director, but it felt like there was a big emphasis in the ending monologue on consumerism when it didn't feel like that was really I mean, yes, I know the zombies are shuffling around and they want Snapple and they want comic books and they want coffee. Um, I think that all this stuff is like a distress, stress, stress, traction. Like consumerism yes. distracts us from climate yes. change and yes. Trump and so all of I it. Feel like, yeah, absolutely. Capitalism is designed to give us things to distract us from what the powers that be are doing. I think that's a really good way to look at that and i think that is something i can hang my hat on as far as what this movie is saying um now i also think that if we go circle back to the idea that the way the script is the movie's going to turn out the way it's going to turn out and nobody really gets a happy ending um one of the other things that he says is well he's talking about how ronnie and cliff are getting eaten by zombies and he's like Mm -hmm. what a fucked up world and that's just, I think that's kind of the attitude of the movie is that mm-hmm. like, no matter what those guys did, this is a fucked up world and this here we are, you know, like you can, uh, you can try your best, but in the end you're just going to get fucking eaten by zombies. And it's Tilda Swinton's character, like the rich who can like send themselves into space when things get <laughs> hard. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. The Scottish always sending themselves up into space i love that part where she sees the fashion zombie and she's like that's not your tartan 
I love with the zombies like fashion. fashion. God, I love fashion zombies. That was so They're funny. So fucking good. Uh, so before we get to our moments of thirst, do you have any final thoughts on the dead don't die? Um, started off with a no, but it ended with a yes, and it ended with two thumbs up, two yes. bloody thumbs up. Yes. Is this a movie that you feel like is a good movie to watch around Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's a good movie to watch anytime. Good gore. Good gore. Mm-hmm. Yes. I told my friends. I was like, watch this. Oh, excellent. So you literally told a friend. Yes, I did. That's good. Um, I loved this movie the first time I watched it. I was a little baffled by the ending, I think. The first time Chris and I were like, okay, so consumerism, but yeah, sure, that seems like a little on the nose what else is going on here. So but I feel like I got a better handle on the overall themes watching it the second time. Um, I loved it. I loved it even more watching it again. Like, I think if you watch it again, you get to enjoy some of the details Mm -hmm. that once you see what the whole story is, you can go back and appreciate the details a little bit more. And also it's very funny. Like it's a very funny movie and I enjoy the characters a lot. And I laughed a lot. Uh, revisiting some of those movie- moments in the movie that were that were so funny. Yeah, what's so funny is that it didn't scream funny. Like if you were to be in the room and not mm-hmm. paying close attention, you mm-hmm. wouldn't have laughed. But you have to pay close att- attention to the details to find the hu- 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 humor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I liked. Yes. Uh, shall mm-hmm. we do our moments of thirst? Our yes. three thir- our th- three thirsty moments. Three moments three of thirst. Moments. I, is it my turn to go first? Uh, yeah, please. Okay, okay. All right, so my thirsty moments. Number one, Adam Driver's costume. His costume. His oh. his share, his like police, local police outfit. I, me. I'm not uh, into authority figures. I don't like look at cops and be like, ooh, that's hot. But there was, it's like someone in the costume department was like, get me a cheap polyester shirt, but I need it to drape seductively over adam driver's pectoral muscles does he have those are you serious (laughs) you're joking right i don't notice them when they're clothed oh i notice them they're all i can think about at times really (laughs) um so i really i found myself very very heated about that costume did you like that moment when Zoe was like, I like your badge? And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought he was going to say, oh, yeah, my it's I get it for my job. Like, it's just what I get. Like, it's, it's just- <laughs> so awkward. Yeah. Uh, again, innocuous, which I appreciate. There was yeah. no flirting. The only flirting was really between, like, he did try to flirt with her a little bit by putting her coat on, I guess. But yeah. um the only flirting I think in this movie was between the two coffee zombies. Did you notice the coffee zombie? Like was, the girl zombie was like flirting with the guy zombie. I didn't notice that. Oh, that no. was funny to me. Um, <laughs> all right. So the costume was my number, number one, number two, just Adam driver chopping up zombies with machete. Like every time he swung that machete, like I just was like, I was like salivating. It was uh, wow. especially, and I don't, what is, what does that say about me? What does that say about me? You're a woman. You like the, a man that can kill things. <laughs> it's like the, 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 the muscle, you could see the mu- arm muscles as he's like swinging the machete. And like, 
I don't I him chopping off the heads of the 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 hipsters and just like holding up the fucking severed head. I don't know with the hair and his hair's all messed up. I and covered in I just it did something to me. Wow. I, and I don't know what that says about me as a human being or where I'm at emotionally. I think our moments of thirst are very revealing. It's very interesting. I got very hot and bothered by him chopping up zombies. Very hot. And Makes sense. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, the moment where they step out of the car and he kicks the door shut. Oh my God. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I could watch that on repeat. What's so funny is- I could is watch the, that on repeat. Why is that so erotic? Why is it so erotic so the way he kicks that door? But Bill does the exact same thing I and know. he's not- but it's and it's funny and I and I appreciate the whole thing that's going on. But my eyes are just watching Adam Driver kick that door with the back, his foot just backwards kicking it, and it's just like I had to rewind it. Damn. I had to rewind it a couple of times. Was Chris there for research purposes? Chris was in and out. He was getting the kids dinner so that I could watch this fucking movie because that's the kind of supportive husband he is. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't help you with the children. I have to watch this zombie movie and talk about it on my podcast. And he's like, I got you, babe. Um, so he was in and out, but yeah, I had to watch that a couple of times for research purposes, obviously. Okay. So I already revealed my first two, two moments of thirst, but let me, please um, expand on them. Let me expand on them. So the first one is when he's in that smart car and he just Mm -hmm. wheels super fast into that parking spot. Skids uh, right into your heart. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just thought that was so cute. I like Mm -hmm. for me, like I am turned on by cute like adorable mm-hmm. endearing yes. stuff yes and apparently and i am like, into violence arouses me this cuteness um, arouses you okay if it's the if it's a, a man oh yeah of like, course if it's if You're it's not, like not like cute a- animals or a cute right, wo- of course wo- no i'm not wo- i'm not a wo- wo- woman i'm not applying that you like or a cute, cute animals outfit i don't know right. like a, a, like a man who's endearing like that yes. to me is yes. like hot yeah um so that was an endearing moment An- mm-hmm. another endearing moment is when he gives those zoe change that was my my success mm-hmm. like a moment of thirst mm-hmm. where he's kind of like awkwardly like, giving her awkward mm-hmm. awkward is hot to me um mm-hmm. and third is when he kicks the door closed at the how end. can you not how can you're not how can every muscle in your body not clench when he kicks i that was door like oh, yes yeah yes um i did have some honorable mentions is that okay okay yeah uh the um there's a moment where cliff falls into a grave and he smiles uh ronnie smiles like very big yeah. smile and he's so serious in this movie and so like, you know, so stern. And so for him to break out into this like beautiful smile, like I think when yeah. you get it, I think when you get an ad- a genuine smile from Adam Driver in a movie, it's like a nugget of gold. Yeah. Um, and then also just like there was, I think, a moment at the end where they're fighting zombies and they're back to back and his hair, like he had just like his hair was just, like floofed, floofed <laughs> over his forehead. And I was like, ugh. um so those are my honorable mentions so i have an uh honorable mention too Mm -hmm. i think it's the first time he says oh yuck (laughs) again with the cuteness his his line is actually oh yuck and like i think he said it about the skinned rabbit or something in that first scene 
Oh. When, when, when they're looking for Hermit Bob and they come up on the rabbit and it's like there's flies on it and he goes, oh, yuck. I don't know. I didn't hear hear that one. I think it was the one in the, the diner that was very yeah, pronounced. Yeah, he says it in the diner too. And I was like, that's so disrespectful to say that at like a, a dead person, to like call a dead yeah, person. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie has some social shortcomings, to say the least. As you would imagine, I'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom. But I can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy. Should we do some Adam or Andy trivia? I only have one bit of tri- trivia. It's getting harder and harder to find things. Okay. But um, Ooh. I I think just one, one. I mean, I feel like I should just do one. You know, like I feel like. I oh, and I have to, to guess. Do, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. You can do one yeah. and I can guess whether it's Adam or Andy. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. You might, I mean, like, you know so much about Adam. I don't know how I'm going to You've stumped me. You. you have stumped me before. You have stumped me before. Also, right. I feel like, Sarah, the Adam Randy trivia also helps us to give a little, give a little nugget of facts to our listeners, which I'm sure they enjoy as well. That's true. Okay. Pets. Mm-hmm. This person has a Rottweiler pit bull mix named Moose. Shut up, Nicole. I know who and- it is. <laughs> This person, this other person, Mm -hmm. does not like stinky house pets. Ooh. And thinks they're stinky and gross. Wait, all house pets are stinky? Yes. Okay, well, Moose is absolutely Adam Driver's dog. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And there's some video of him having, he's got an interview with a reporter and he's like throwing the ball for the dog and it's just fucking cute as hell. Um, Ad, Andy Samberg doesn't like household pets. He actually has a, a rivalry with um, one of his SNL co-stars dogs. I forget who it was. Hmm. But he just That's does shocking. not like dogs or cats or... You, yeah. I mean, they're not that smelly. Like, what kind of dogs has he... I mean, it, they do have a particular smell, I guess. But, Some, I mean, ferrets I, are kind of smelly, but jeez. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's shocking. Very shocking. That yeah. is shocking. Um, All right. Also, I'm going to take away your internet and make it so that you cannot search for uh, uh, Adam Dr- 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 <laughs> Driver facts. <laughs> I, I'm not searching for them. They're just like ever present in my my timeline on Twitter. So, um, but you have stumped me. I think if you go further back in their history, I think you might be able to stump me. Oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs. Okay. But wait, I have to warn you about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood. So shall we spin the wheel to find out what we're watching next? So we just watched an Adam Driver film. So the next one is going to be an Andy Samberg film. So let me go ahead and share my screen. All right. Can you see my wheel picker? Yes. Ooh, I need to update. Here we go. There we go. So on the uh, on the wheel of at Andy today, we have Hot Rod, The Lonely Island Shorts, Seven Days in Hell, Hotel Transylvania, and Pop Star, Never Stop Stopping. Never Stop Never Stopping. Never Stop Never Stopping. Sorry, my bad. Um, so here we go. All right, let's spin the wheel. Let's see what we're going to watch next. Seven Days in Hell. What is that? Uh, it is a short. It's like 45 minutes. Um, and it is like a tennis 
parody kind of thing. Let me oh. hear. I'll look it up. I love this one. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, it's good. So I 2017 TV short. It's got Kit Harrington and Fred Armiston in it. A fictional documentary style expose on the rivalry between two of the greatest tennis players of all time who battled it out in a 2001 match that lasted seven days. So that's seven days in hell. That's what we'll be watching next. All right. Well, uh, I'll be looking forward to that. I'll get a little. Yeah. I, I feel like Andy uh, Samberg's mullet in yes. that uh, is very. Rather, maybe mullet. I should wear this again for our next again, recording, just please. to honor. Uh, you should honor them. This mustache is getting very sweaty. My, I don't know how men do it. This upper, my upper lip is perspiring in a in an uncomfortable way. <laughs> um happy halloween oh wait before we go i did want to i always forget the plugs i forget to plugs i forget to the plugs at the end i've lost my ability to speak uh uh thank you everyone for listening to today's show uh we of course are available on spotify apple podcasts stitcher all that all those things um iHeartRadio. i think we're on there as well um so if you wouldn't mind uh leaving us a review um that would be pretty fucking sweet um we'd enjoy that um also we'd love to talk to you more about these actors and share our your thoughts about um the dead don't die uh so you can find us on social media at adam and andy podcast on facebook and instagram and you can find us on twitter at adam andy pod and uh we really love talking to you guys about um about your thoughts about these movies so please do uh tweet at us what do you think the ending of this movie means what are your moments of thirst why don't you tell us your moments of thirst from the dead don't die we'd love to hear about it um and happy halloween everybody happy halloween happy halloween sarah happy halloween nicole happy halloween listeners don't remember if, if there's a zombie outbreak stay in your fucking house stay in there Thank you.